Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Yes, indeed. Star Wars Day down at Rogers Place on Monday. Bob Stopper joining you from Raleigh, North Carolina. The Oilers and the Hurricanes tomorrow. The Oilers in Brooklyn to take on the Islanders on Saturday. Uh, Miko Koskinen will start. Matt Benning skating today, dealing with an upper body issue. But right now, Daniel Troiani from the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, he's the director of business development for the hockey club. Uh, is joined us, and you got a big event taking place uh, Monday down at Rogers Place, Star Wars Day, and this was a big hit last year, wasn't it, Danny? Yeah, it was, and thanks again for having me on, Bob. Yeah, it was a huge game for us yeah. last year, and uh, yeah, we wore some some pretty cool jerseys. We uh, we revealed ours yesterday, and uh, yeah, we're we're excited. It's gonna be a really good game. It's Family Day, family brand. It lines up very well. Uh, so how many different characters from Star Wars do you have uh, for this? Uh, because I, I was there last year, and, and I, I, full disclosure, I have a son who absolutely loves Star Wars. That's his deal. Uh, I think yeah. we've got about uh, 73,000 pieces of Star Wars Lego in our house. Um which would explain why I've been uh, relegated to one room only in the house. But uh, yeah, have you got all the different characters down there? Yeah, we're, we're working. We haven't got a final list of characters, but um, we're working with the same group as last year, and we, we opened it up to them. We don't want to limit. We just want to have as many as we can and, and all the different characters. We worked with Lucasfilm. They've been uh, actually a really, really easy partner to work with, in fact. Like, obviously, there's some stipulations on which to work with, but... Uh, yeah, we're hoping to have 30 or 40 different characters walking the concourse and hopefully a bunch of stormtroopers and a, and a Darth Vader just to line up with our jerseys and, yeah, have a little bit of fun with it. Add, add a little bit of concourse pageantry. All right, so wait a sec here. You're going with the Star Wars jerseys as well? How does that work? So, yeah, we're going to be wearing uh, it's a Darth Vader-themed jersey. So we released it yesterday on our social media and on our website. Um, last year's jersey was a really cool uh, kind of black jersey, and uh, but this year I wanted to line it up a little bit with a character, and we figured 
what's more intimidating for our opponent than Darth Vader and something that speaks to uh, to the series. So we went with Darth Vader. It's uh, an, it's a really cool jersey. All the proceeds, uh, they'll be auctioned off on the concourse, and all the proceeds go to uh, an incredible community partner of ours, uh, the Sorrentino's Compassion House. So we'll be auctioning the, those off throughout the game. And, um, yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be something different. So for the Edmonton Oil Kings, uh, you know, Daniel, it's been a little bit of a surprise this year. I think that the team has uh, been able to perform at the level that they have this early. I mean, they've got some tremendous players that are going to be Matt Robertson's likely to be Matthew Robertson, uh, mid to late first round pick this year. Jake Neighbors, uh, somewhere between 10 and 20 next year. Uh, Dylan Gunther, the number one overall pick in the 20. 2018 WHL draft. Um, a lot of people think he's going to be a top five pick for the for the uh, 2020 NHL draft. I mean, these are big time, big time picks uh, moving forward in your organization, aren't they? It's been uh, it's been an incredible season on the ice. I think um, coming into the year, we we knew that we were going to start to take some uh, some steps forward. And obviously, the last couple of years were a little bit of those rebuilding years. And uh, you know, Kurt and uh, is our general manager, and Brad, our coach, and Luke, our assistant coach. And all the Hawks staff, they've done an incredible job of kind of harnessing a lot of our young talent and really maximizing um, uh, the production from them. And they brought in some good veterans, some guys that are leading the way really well. And, yeah, we're in, we're in a dogfight, but right now we're sitting in first place. We had a tough loss to Brandon last night. It still sucks to lose to Brandon after we uh, our last playoff appearance. But, uh, you know, playoffs are hopefully on the horizon. We'll, uh, you know, we're, it's going to be a fun stretch. And, you know, there's one day we went from fourth place to first place in our division, and we've held tight there. And we'll see where we'll see where this ends up. But it's been an incredible season, really promising young players coming, as you said, with Robertson, Neighbors, um, Gunther coming up next year, Slaney. We've got a plethora of young talent coming up, and so we're excited. We're excited for this next uh, next chapter and next wave of uh, competitive hockey. Daniel Troyani joining us right now from the Edmonton Oil Kings. Bob Stauffer with you in orders now. All right. Uh, how do people get hold of tickets, who do they access, and all, all that sort of stuff for uh, Monday's game on Family Day? Yeah, it's a Family Day game. Uh, tickets are still $20. So oilkings.ca, you can click on the banner on the website. Uh, we saw some really good seats in the lower bowl, but it'll be a lower bowl. So it's going to be a really good, really fun atmosphere with the jerseys, the concourse pageantry. There will be some posters given away on ingress. So if uh, anyone's looking for something to do, it'll be a, it'll be a fun game. We're gonna, we have some really cool, fun in-game uh, content, such as, uh, you know, maybe a, a little sneak peek as we're going to have some of our players doing their best Chewbacca noise. So uh, hopefully get, uh, you know, lighten the crowd a little bit, have a little bit of fun with the game, but at the same time do our best to put on a good show and, and try to get two points. All right, Daniel, thanks a lot for your time. No problem. Thank you, Bob. You bet that's Daniel Troiani. He is the business director for the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Bob Stauffer with you, 141 in Edmonton. Uh, Ken Hitchcock spoke today. Time permitting, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to this day in Oilers history, and I'm going to get to some of your texts as well. This is Oilers Now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Ched. Forty-four in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer with you in Oilers now. I'm in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. The Edmonton Oilers and the Hurricanes tomorrow. Uh, the team will fly immediately following the game into uh, Newark. And then the Oilers will take on the New York Islanders on Saturday. Difficult back-to-back. 
Ken Hitchcock did an availability today. He was not on the ice for practice. It was an optional. Uh, but here's uh, a part of a conversation that uh, Ken had with the uh, selected media horde that was there. And uh, the conversation point starts with some thoughts on Alex Chason. Yeah, I think it's more uh, in D-zone, though. I think uh, the coverage is tighter. And I, I think also sometimes it's a little bit on the player himself, too. I think sometimes you you get overthinking, you get worried about the end result rather than just continuing to play. And I think yesterday <clears throat> he was much better at at creating space for himself. He, his, his goals have all come from boxing out somebody himself like if you look at if you look at the the collage of his goals they're they're all very similar where he's he's knocked somebody off a puck in a, in a tight scoring area and then scored himself and i think sometimes you you get obsessed with the end result and and uh, get away from your game but he, he looked like he was on the mark yesterday uh, Glenn Galton was leading practice today. What was the reasoning behind that, and what did you gather from watching? I don't like going on the ice when there's guys missing. So we had four or five guys missing today, um, nursing some bangs and bruises. And I just, I think it's, to me, it's it's more effective if if I'm going to run it, then it's a full full practice and. And anything that's partial, I, I prefer that the assistant coaches. To, and I think new drills are important. You know, like we, I'd never seen some of these drills, and and the players haven't seen them since really training camp. So it's it's good to kind of get keep things fresh, especially at this time of year. Um, you know, they had fun at the end, and hopefully they bring that energy tomorrow. Betting looks like he can maybe play, or he thinks in his own mind he's can maybe play. Yeah, he thinks he's close. Um, We'll see, but we also like Petrovic yesterday. He played very, very well, and you know, I, I think right now, moving forward for tomorrow's game, we're going to keep the the six defensemen the same. We've got some injuries up front that we're going to have to decide here in the next little while if we're going to have enough bodies or we're going to have to bring somebody in. We're not really sure right now. Brods will play no matter what, though, Brods, because if you're not sure if guys are hurt, Brods, yeah, go play. If he, yeah, he'll play for sure. But it, we've, like I said, we had. Two or three today, and we'll see if they're ready to go tomorrow. Who's going to play goal? Koskinen. Hmm. I'm just thinking play. He was very down on that one goal. He says that's a bad goal. Yeah, he was. I, I, yeah, I look at it as you, you're not going to score one goal on the road and win. You know, you're going to have to score two or three to win. But, uh, you know. It's small momentum, but I, I think those are those are the goals that we've got to resolve. Those those short side goals have got to get fixed, you know. So uh, I know that uh, Dustin uh, really and and Koski too really really worked hard on uh, on solving it, but it reared its head yesterday. Um. Uh, Sekra, I mean, you'd love to have him here, but obviously two more games down there probably won't hurt him. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting kind of second and third reports on it, so um, I think health-wise he's fine. I think tempo-wise he, he's he's good for there. I think the next degree is when he... He's, he I think he's. it's more the contact and the awareness on the ice. It's it's working with five other people or four other people on the ice that is still uncomfortable to him. 
But then we've got to see, can he keep up to the pace when he comes up here? Because, you know, you're in the middle of playoff drives for teams, so you're going to see playoff-type hockey, and I think he wants to get as comfortable. It's more the relationship with other people on the ice that he's a little bit uncomfortable with, and I, that's something that we've got to... I don't think we're going to be able to see that until he actually gets up and plays now. Is there a fine line? All right. That is... Uh... Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock, the Oilers again, uh, pretty much an optional today as Edmonton, uh, as you heard Hitch say, uh, nursing some bumps and bruises. The Oilers have significant cap issues. It's interesting Ken talked about maybe having to bring up a forward. I wonder about a guy, case in point, like Josh Curry. He's had three straight 20-goal seasons in the American Hockey League. He's got 23 goals, 35 points in 47 games. He's a sub-$700,000 cap hit, and he's a right shot, and he can play right wing and center. I might be interested in looking at that guy right now. And I, you know, uh, he got he went from an AHL to an NHL deal. I was part of a rationale behind asking uh, Brian Burke the question in the previous segment, uh, and also in relation to a kid like Logan Day in the back end. Uh, 149 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. You can text us at 630-630. We're going to go to this day in order's history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 39 years. Join uh, New West Travel. Dennis Laliberti, he's the president. They're going on a spectacular Italian tour and Greek island cruise. It includes daily tours, meals, exclusive special events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Back on this day, 1981, oh, what happened, Mr. Escott? It was a pretty significant day, Bob. Wayne Gretzky overtook Los Angeles' Marcel Dion in the 1980-81 scoring race. He went on to win the Art Ross Trophy as the NHL's top scorer that year and each of the next six years as well. Yeah, Wayne uh, wasn't a bad player. Wayne from the Edmonton operation, he was pretty good, right? Can we agree on that? Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Uh, Bob, this question comes in out of Calgary. I love sports. My wife dislikes sports but also doesn't want or desire gifts for Valentine's, anniversaries, or birthdays. Uh, should I keep her? Uh, I have a general rule of thumb that all men out there outkick their coverages if they're uh, for fortuitous enough to be in an actual relationship with a woman. So I'd say keep her and be lucky that you're not kicked to the curb, especially if she doesn't freak out, if she doesn't get stuff for Valentine's anniversaries or birthdays. I know my wife's common uh, question and that she asked me or point that she brings up is, you know, Bob, I was the one that was supposed to gain 30 pounds when we got married, not you. And unfortunately for me, it's been a little bit more than 30. But I can lose it in a hurry. It's called Bernstein. Um... Uh, this text comes in from Carson. Again, Carson, Texas at 630-630. When was the last competitive contending AHL team the Oilers had? I can't ever recall, honestly. Is it a prudent idea to load that team up now a little and ensure they make the most of it from Carson? Well, actually, the team was quite competitive when they were in Oklahoma City, but they were made of veterans. And that's obviously... Years before I ever worked on the Oilers broadcast, I talked about the importance of draft and, and development. And the Oilers went through a period where they had the Edmonton, what were they called, the Roadrunners? And then uh, they folded the Roadrunners, and the Oilers had a split affiliation with the Pittsburgh Penguins at one time. 
uh, or was it Montreal, or was it both? I'm trying to recall. Uh, and then Edmonton ultimately got their own farm team. Uh, they were in Springfield for a couple of years, which is a tough spot to have an AHL farm team, to say the least. And they ended up in Oklahoma City. And they spent a lot of money on their farm team in Oklahoma City, but they didn't do a great job of de- de- developing prospects. They played a lot of their older players at the expense of some of the younger guys. To me, that's what's different about what Jay Woodcroft has done. Again, for all of the warranted criticism of the Oilers organization overall or the body of work for Peter Shirelli and the legacy in Edmonton, uh, and I've said it on the show, uh, player pro-procurement uh, has not been, was not good enough, has not been good enough. Uh, cap management, obviously the Oilers have significant challenges on that front. Um, that said, the one area that's improved over the last uh, 12 months has been on the development side with Jay Woodcroft down in Bakersfield. And they've got some young prospects. This year it includes the likes of Benson and Marodi. Next year it could include Ryan McLeod. And uh, who else? Uh, Ostap Sappens currently injured right now. He's playing in the uh, uh, Quebec League. He's not played at all this year for Halifax, but will be playing for the Memorial Cup. And they got Kirill Maximoff who's having a big year in the OHL as well. So those three guys likely in the uh, Bakersfield forward units next year. On defense, we know about uh, Ethan Bear and Caleb Jones, who both had NHL stints. And William Lagason's had a very good year. Next year, Add Dmitry Samarukov, who had a massive hit last night in the game against London. Uh, possibly one of Evan Bouchard or Joel Person as well. Uh, and maybe even a guy like John Marino out of Harvard. So the Oilers have got some prospect D coming. They've got some prospect forward. I'd say they're average. Farm team's playing really well, but I'd say they're average in terms of the overall depth of the farm team at this time. We didn't even include Yamamoto because I think he'll be here next year full-time. As for Paul Yarby. Don't know what to expect on that front. Uh, Marcus Lato in town here in Carolina. Uh, apparently we're going to be seeing him tomorrow. He's the agent for Yessa Pugliarvi. Do you want to mention, it is the best pizza in the city, still making it great. Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For many locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. What does uh, Reed Wilkins have coming up tonight at Inside Sports, Brendan Escott? Uh, honestly, Bob, I haven't heard from anybody yet, and that's probably because of the Eskimos coverage this afternoon. So yep. reaction to that is, is going to be on the forefront for sure. All right. Well, who knows? Maybe he'll have something interesting to talk about that might occur over the next couple hours. Uh, tomorrow, Hockey Night in Canada's Elliot Friedman. Uh, we'll have some thoughts as the owners get ready for the Carolina Hurricanes as well. The uh, face-off show tomorrow, by the way, is at 4 o'clock, and the puck drops at 5.30. But again, we'll have an addition of orders now for you with Elliot for the River Creek Resort and Casino tomorrow as well. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Jet Afternoon News with Jayla and I and Andrew Gross. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your passion. Uh, for those of you that were constructive and polite, thank you. For those of you that were a little bit impolite, hope you have a, a better day moving forward. Take care, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.